Welcome back to the front row on the Mighty 790 KFGO. Really happy to have one of my favorite guys, Freddie Coleman, Bison Men's assistant coach, join us here on the program tonight. The Bison Men will leave Saturday and then play a single game Sunday in Indianapolis against IUPUI. And a game that you will hear right here on KFGO. Starting at 11.40 in the morning with the pregame and then a noon tip-off. That's our time. It's a 1 o'clock game in the Eastern time zone. So we welcome Freddie Coleman to the program tonight. And uh, Fred, thanks for taking the time here. And what's this week been like overall for the Bison, knowing you have one team, not two, to prepare for? Absolutely, Scotty. Thanks for having me tonight. Um, You know, this week, it's been great for us. You know, we played a couple of tough games last week, and um, to have this whole week to prepare um, for one team, you know, gives us some of our, you know, some of our guys that have played a lot of minutes, um, some, some rest off, you know, and to get off their feet a little bit. You know, we took uh, we took Sunday off, came back, practiced Monday, Tuesday. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, practiced Monday, off Monday, practiced Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, and then had today off. And, you know, it's just to give some of these guys some time off and to get off their legs. Um, you know, we we got to prepare for one team, and they're a really good team. So uh, we're playing a lot of minutes right now with, you know, basically seven, almost eight guys, and um, we just have to get the, keep these guys fresh. Let's talk about the Bison right now because we're maybe two-thirds of the way through the season, NDSU 14-7 and seven overall. Mm-hmm. Eight and one at home, four and six away, four and three in the Summit League, and you're coming off a road split, losing at IPFW a week ago tonight, seventy nine seventy four, and then beating Western Illinois in Macomb on Saturday, sixty five to fifty two. I know that if I asked the head coach Dave Richmond, he would say, "Well, it was good, not great, right?" That's one of the mantras around the Bison <laughs> team. You're always striving for perfection, which I certainly respect, but. How do you think the team played in those two games? You know, I think we, we played okay, okay at best. Um, you know, like I said, we're perfectionists. You know, we always want to be a little bit better, um, whether it's yesterday or whether it's a game that we played last week. You know, we always try to find ways to get better every day. And uh, the IPFW game, you know, we, we played, you know, well for the majority of it, and then we just kind of died. Um, and, and like I said, when we have, we're playing, you know, a lot of guys, um, with, with a lot of minutes, you know, it, it's it's pretty tough to kind of keep that keep that going. And um, you know, IPFW give them a lot of credit. They're a really good team. You know, got some some really good leaders as well. And Coach Kaufman over there has got them going pretty well. Um, you know, we we just kind of struggled late. And um, you know, that's that's the thing with, with the Summit League. It's going to be a grind. You know, you, you kind of see the, the parity of the league right now. There's a lot of good teams out there, and you got to bring it every game, um, especially on the road. You know, and that's that's a tough place to play. And then when you turn around and go to Macomb, Illinois, who you know, there's anybody that's ever been to Macomb, you know, it's just, it's a different place. <laughs> and um, you know, we 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 play pretty well there. Um, like I said, there's always always some room for improvement. Um, but one positive taken away from that game was we won, and we only had four turnovers. I think only having four um, gives us a chance to win in any game. So taking care of the ball um, defensively, and then you know locking down on personnel and then rebounding. And those are uh, three things that we really hone in on every day in practice, and, and we want to carry over into games, and we did that in Macomb. How much better is IPFW this season than the team that we saw last year, Fred? You know, they, they, they really shoot it. They really shoot They got a couple guys that just really space you out. Um, and I think everybody on their team has just gotten a little bit better, you know. Um, 
Max Landis kid, you know, played last year. He's a junior college transfer for him. He's now a senior. And, um, you know, he's playing probably as well as anybody in the league right now. Um, they have a, a freshman that they redshirted last year, Don, John Conchar, who, you know, in my opinion, might be one of the better wings in the league. You know, he can do it all. Really tough. They get 19 rebounds against us as, as a freshman. You know, that's pretty impressive. And they just have a really well-balanced team that can really uh, make you pay for mistakes. Yeah, the 19 rebounds, 10 points, 4 assists, played 38 minutes. And when I had Dave Richmond, the head coach, on Monday for Bison Feedback, he was telling me that Conchar is about 6'5". Does that sound about right? And he yep. really crashes the boards. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, they, they were saying that he came on campus and, and basically put on 30, 35 pounds in a year, you know, and you take a kid that, you know, is now listed, I think at two, two Oh five, maybe 200 pounds. And you, you take 35 pounds away from him. That's a totally different player, you know, and, and to the grind of the summit league, it's a long season, but you're playing with grown men with facial hair and tattoos. Now it's not, it's not <laughs> high school. And, um, to, for him to, you know, add that to his game, you know, already existing a pretty good basketball player, but he put some strength behind him. I mean, he, he's going to be a, He's going to be a bear to deal with in the next couple of years. Facial hair and tattoos, huh, Fred? I like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, all, it's all there. Well, so IPFW is 5-1 and one in the Summit League. The Bison right now are 4-3. and three. That tournament, the Summit League tournament in Sioux Falls, is going to be a battle royale, isn't it? I mean, you've already touched on the parity of really good teams all across the board i think anybody could probably beat anybody and it makes for a scary tournament for the favorites but it gives everybody else some hope if they have not finished strongly during the regular season right that that's exactly it it's going to be a fun interesting march you know, i think we're all looking forward to it um but 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 you hit it on the head you know i i don't think there's really going to be any favorites you know, I think one can easily lose the eight. You know, two can easily lose the seven. I mean, this I mean, across the board. You know, these these teams—they're good teams. You know, if we go into Western Illinois, who you know we beat, and they've been struggling as of late, but they're close. But you know, this is the team that walked into a Big Ten arena at, at Wisconsin and, and beat them at their place. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you you just look down. Everybody's doing doing very well. You know, you, you get into the IUPUIs, you get to the Omaha's, the, the teams that have. Been, you know, been trying to claw their way up the summer league the last few years, and you know they're at the top right now. So you know, it's 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 going to be fun. It's going to be interesting, but it's going to be you know who can who can really start playing well late, and I think that's what's going to take the cake. And Garrett Covington still doing his thing for the Leathernecks. He had nine points, ten rebounds, a couple of steals, and played thirty minutes against the Bison on Saturday. And you did control that game, but a thirteen point win is always going to be accepted by the Bison. And they're 14-7 and seven now, 4-3 and three in the Summit. Did Western Illinois really impress you beyond Covington? Or are some of those other guys playing at a high level too? You know, they're playing some younger guys. Um, they're still trying to get their feet wet, you know, but you know, they got they got a veteran, you know, a veteran top-heavy group. You know, a lot of fresh, a lot of juniors, a lot of seniors. Um, some guys that, that we're very familiar with and we've seen the last few years. You know, Corey Brown in particular um, it has really had some success guarding Covington in the last couple of years. You know, I think his length and athleticism just really bothers him. And when we tell Corey Brown that, hey, you know, you got to stop this guy, you know, he usually does a pretty good job when he can stay out of foul trouble. And that's one luxury that we have. Um, but but they're a very talented team. I mean, if they're making shots, they get comfortable early. They can beat anyone. 
Corey Braun is averaging just a tick under 10 points per game. He's tied for the team lead in rebounding with Dexter Werner at 6.7 per game. And it seems to me, Freddie, that Corey really answered the bell when Carlin Dupree initially left the program. He has since returned as of this week. Of course, you know that. But Corey Brown has played a couple of monster games over the last couple of weeks, hasn't he? Absolutely. And one thing that we keep preaching to Corey is, you know, Corey's not doing it, you know, by taking 20, 25 shots a game. You know, he's he's making Corey plays. And we've been preaching to, to this to him for the last few years that you don't have, Corey doesn't have to be, you know, an all-world score for him to be productive for us. He just has to make Corey plays, offensive rebounds, you know, around the rim, you know, defending at a high level, flying around, being Corey. And the moment where he tries to step outside of Corey Brown, that's when he really struggles. And he's just been, if you look at his numbers, he's shooting a really high percentage um, because they're good shots. You know, his threes, we, we don't discourage Corey from ever shooting threes, but we call them driveway jumpers, inside-out threes, where, yeah. you know, you're in the paint, you kick it out, and he's a flat-footed jump shooter, and he's holding his follow-through, and those are the high-percentage shots that Corey can make. Um, instead of coming off the dribble or coming off pick-and-rolls and shooting, you know, off of, one foot and off balance shot. So Corey's doing really well and he's being a leader. He, he's leading. You know, you can see him in huddles. You can see him in practice. Um, you know, you can just tell he has that fire in his eyes that you know, this is his senior year and he wants to go out with the bank. And he is so athletic, Freddie. And I, I think back, he, he's not quite as big, certainly, as Trayvon Wright. But if you throw that alley oop to him, he can sky and ram that in. And we've seen it time and time again, and he really seems to be relishing his new role. What do you think? He really has. You know, he's got that length and athleticism that, you know, you know, a lot of people wish they had, you know, and, and he's really quick off the floor. And I think his second bounce off the floor is almost quicker than his first, and his first is really quick, um, you know, but he, he's just really, really active, you know, and Scott, you've seen him play for years now. I mean, he only knows how to play one way. He only yeah. knows how to practice one way, and that's 110 miles an hour, you know, you're in his way, he's going to run right through you. And yeah. and that's that's something that we don't have on this team besides him. And I think that's what he really brings to us. Kai Cabellus, the starting point guard now. And Kai seems to be putting up really consistent numbers. He's averaging about eight points a game, a little over three rebounds a game, 3.2 assists per game. And what impresses you the most about the way Cabellus has responded, becoming a starter, and showing so much poise, certainly more poise than one would suspect a true freshman would have. Absolutely, and a true freshman. I mean, it takes a lot of adjusting for a college basketball season. You know, you start looking at, you know, high school seasons and schedules, you know, they're they're basically at the end of their seasons right now, you know, kind of priming for sections or districts or their playoffs. You know, and, you know, college basketball, you're just getting started. And you look into that, and Kai's only gotten better as the season's gone. And, um, you know, usually in freshmen, they hit they hit a wall. They hit a lapse where, you know, in a couple you know, a couple weeks, you know, they don't have great games. They don't have great practices. But Kai, he's a competitor. You know, he's always asking coaches, you know, to, to sit down and, and break down some film with them one-on-one. You know, he's always one of the first guys at the gym. Um, you know, he's eager to keep learning. And you look at his, his assist-to-turnover ratio when it comes to a freshman, the speed and, and the change of the game from the high school to the college level, it, it's drastic. Mm-hmm. And, and the way that he's kind of taken that in, and his numbers show it. You know, he's been doing really well with that stuff. And, 
you know, we just need him to be solid. You know, he doesn't have to be anything spectacular or special, but Kai is really emerging into that role and um, is only getting better. We're visiting with Bison men's assistant coach, Freddie Coleman, and we're thankful that you're with us tonight on the program, 237-5948, toll-free 800-880-5346. This is the front row. Scott Miller with you, and Brittany Bartlett is our producer. There are two Bison who have started every single of the 21 games you've played, Paul Miller and A.J. Jacobson, and they're your top two scorers, Fred. Paul Miller never ceases to amaze me with his ability to come up with a big play when you really have to have it. An off-balance three here, uh, a driving lay-in where he's able to double clutch and get around the defender there. What impresses you the most about Paul and his ability to shine at the brightest moments? That, that's that's one thing that you can't teach as a coach. You can teach them how to jump stop and to pass and this, that, or the other. Um, but but there's that will to win, you know, that 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 willingness to win and how to win. And, and Paul has that dog, that 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 I want to win mentality all the time. You know, whether it's that you know, we're doing competitive drills in practice, you know, him and AJ are both you know very very uh, high level shooters. And they'll they'll go back and forth and they'll talk stuff to each other because they're just both competitive guys. <laughs> um, and and you know I, I I say this and I, I don't like you know throwing these names around, but the Ben Woodsides, Taylor Bronze, and Lawrence Alexanders, those are three guys that you know I've all been around that have a very very high level of competitiveness. And, and Paul has that a little bit as a sophomore. You can see it, you know, and it's going to be really interesting to see how he grows and matures and, and to see what kind of player he can really be down the line. Boy, that's high praise, too, because you think of Woody, Ben Woodside, and all of them, Brett Winkleman and Mike Nelson and all of those guys, and their ability to just set their jaws and make plays. Uh, Mm -hmm. Ben Woodside, I mean, it's not by accident that Ben Woodside scored as many points as he did as a Bison. Absolutely not. And to this day, I mean, we can sit here and play Uno and Ben Wood. I mean, he, he'd be talking stuff to me. You know, he, he's just a very, very competitive person. And that, like I said, it's not something that you can teach. It's, it's etched in your DNA. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like I said, to have somebody on our team currently with that, that mentality, you know, and they just have a killer instinct. You know, AJ and Paul both have it. And um, just to see that, it's, it's good, good going forward, put it that way. Just a couple more questions for Freddie Coleman, Bison men's assistant coach. I don't want to belabor this point because I talked with the head coach, Dave Richmond, about Carlin Dupree on Monday during Bison feedback, Fred. But yep. how has Carlin looked in practice this week? I know there aren't any guarantees for playing time, and Dave made that clear, but uh, how have things gone in practice with Carlin and with his teammates and their response to his return? Great. It meant really well. I mean, it's basically I could never miss the beat. You know, you can tell he's really excited. You know, he's playing faster and, and wilder more than ever, you know. <laughs> uh, but but he, he's eager to be back out there. And his teammates welcome with open arms. You know, they're, they're his brothers. You know, if you know you get mad at your brother one day and he turns around and walks away from you the week later, you're still going to walk up and give him a hug, you know. And, mm-hmm. and that, that's a family atmosphere that we've always entrenched here with Bison basketball. And, and you know, it, it doesn't change. You know, they obviously a big situation happened, and um, he, he's been great. He's been awesome, and uh, that's the only thing that we ask of him is just, just keep working. Excellent. Now, IUPUI eight and thirteen for the season. 
But coming up, a home win over Denver, 76-61. to And now IUPUI 4-2 and two in the Summit League. I noticed that there's just one Jaguar averaging over 10 points per game. That's Darrell Combs, who's averaging 15.8 per game. What kind of a player is Combs? This will be my first look at him. I mean, he's a really talented player. I mean, he has a scorer's mentality and can score in a lot of different ways. Um, he's a jump shooter. You know, anytime he gets into rhythm, you get comfortable. He can be really, really dangerous. Um, but IEPUI in, in particular, I mean, they're just, they've just gotten a lot better. You know, last year they set out, you know, three or four Division One transfers, and uh, they're all playing this year. So, you know, it gives them a, a different look, a new look. Um, but but the Combs kid in particular, like I said, he, he's averaging you know double figures, well up to double figures. And he's he's kind of been their their go to guy. But they got you know you know number four, number five, and, and basically their roster that are all averaging nine eight points. Mm-hmm. So you know they're, they're very well balanced, and, and you got to stop a lot of things. Last question for you, Freddie. What what do you think will be the keys for the Bison on Sunday? You're playing a noon game Central Time. And taking on a team with the likes of Marcellus Barksdale, who seems like he's been there forever. And he's another one of those guys who is averaging between eight and nine points per game. What style of play are they using this season? Are they still fairly deliberate? We know that they uh, can spread the wealth around, but what do you think of this game and what do the Bison have to do especially well to get a win? You know, they're going to basically going to ball screen us every possession. You know, we're going to see numerous ball screens um, basically the whole night in different ways, different shapes, different forms. And we just have to win our one-on-one matchups. You know, we, we can't draw too much help um, because they have a lot of guys that can just really fill it up in, in different ways. Um, their fours and fives are really, really, really active. They don't really have the big, um, bulky, bruising type of guys, you know, the six nine, you know, 250s, but they have, you know, six seven, six eight that can shoot it, that can space you out, that, you know, really crash the glass. And, and like I said, they can just hurt you from a lot of different ways. And for us to win our one-on-one matchups, we don't have to draw too much help from other players in our team to leave other guys open. You know, I think that will leave us in pretty good shape. But we just we just have to be solid and be us. You know, we can't try to do something different. You know, they're, they're a good home team um, at their place. You know, they're playing very well right now. Um, mm-hmm. Coach Gardner's got them really going. But you know, we got to go there and throw the first punch. You know, they, uh, they we we have to dictate them. They can't dictate us. It's always exciting, and the stakes are higher now. The deeper we get into the season, right, Freddie? And so uh, everybody has to be sharp because of all of the talent across the league. Absolutely, absolutely. And like I said, we just got to keep getting better every day. You know, we got to keep improving the things that we can improve, control the things we can control. And um, you know, that's what our guys, you know, come into practice every day with the mentality of. And we'll watch some film of ourselves. We'll go out there on the floor and practice, and we'll watch film of our, our opponent. And um, we just got to keep learning every way that we possibly can. Fred, thanks for taking the time. Sure appreciate it. What Very well articulated as always. And we will see you Saturday getting ready to fly down to Indianapolis. All right. Appreciate it, Scotty. Thank you. You bet. Freddie Coleman, Bison Men's Assistant Coach, with us on the front row.